Kiss. Tell you what's good, it's a good thing we live close because I almost suffocated in that car. Next time I won't wear so much Papa Rabini or whatever. Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Acknowledge Me from Crystal Ball. Recorded late 93 to early 94 at Paisley Park and released on the 29th of January 1998. On the track, we have Prince, we have a sample of Bonnie Boyer, and we have, um, I'm going to say, Yana Anderson. Uh, the track is 526, and joining me to talk about it today is Elliot Wallace. Hello, Elliot. Hello, everybody. Now, on the uh, the sleeve notes um, for this, Prince tells us it was originally recorded for the Gold Experience and replaced by P-Control. Um, mm. Intro voice is by Bonnie Boyer, misspelt with the two Ns, so I don't know what happened there, Prince. Uh, sample from a dope track called The Line, uh, to be released at a later date. Uh, and to my knowledge, that song has never been released. Uh, so you know well done prince <laughs> uh, <laughs> promising us a song that basically never turned up yeah i mean uh, checking on checking online uh the line has never been released uh recorded mm. sometime at the end of uh, 1987 uh, just before dance on uh, so around that time which is obviously when bonnie boyer was part of the band um so you know that makes sense obviously you know bonnie boyer no longer with us um, you know, she uh, she died in 1996, so around mm. the time that this album was released. So, you know, I guess, mm, I, well, I mean, you know, this album was released a couple of years after after her death. Um, yeah. You know, and this essentially this song was recorded about, uh, I mean, she died December 96, so kind of almost... About three years earlier. Yeah. About, about three, two years earlier. Yeah, so, you know... Um, I, I mean, I, maybe that's why Prince didn't release this song. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, may, um, but also maybe that's why he felt that Acknowledge Me should be released rather than kept in the vault. Um, I have to say, it does have that kind of, uh, you know, gold experience, uh, chaos and disorder style production. Mm. Uh, you know, it really feels like a song from that time. If you hadn't have told me it was from like 93, 94... I could have guessed it was from 93, 94. Oh, absolutely. Every time I heard it, I heard... It, it just sounded like a, a new Jack Swing song. It sounded a lot like like explicitly Teddy Riley um, yeah. and his kind of production style. Um, it, you know, it kind of made me think of how Prince was... He did incorporate some of like hip-hop and new Jack Swing into his music, uh, Diamond and Pearl, Diamonds and Pearls Gold Experience, um, but he wasn't as like thorough with it compared to like someone like Michael Jackson when he came out with Dangerous and he went to those producers to use that to make that kind of music. Yeah. Um, and this seemed, this sounded just like uh, a New Jack Swing song. And it felt like he was trying to, it felt like one of the rare times he was trying to copy someone's style. Like, And, and the thing is, as you mentioned, uh, you know, Dangerous, I think of a few songs from that album. Uh, like the title track, Dangerous. Um, yeah. And this kind of almost has like the, it almost has kind of the same kind of process drum sound, um, you know, that is obviously part of that era. 
Um, I think maybe it's just a coincidence that, <laughs> that it ends up sounding a yeah. little bit like that. Um, but you know, kind of the the weird way of like um, of kind of moving the the lyrics a little bit further back in the mix, which was always something that puzzled me so much with um, the production on Dangerous, which is like someone's like, oh, we have Michael Jackson, who, you know, I'm not going to deny it, he had a great voice. Um, you know, particularly if you listen to some of the stuff he did with, you know, when he was a, when he was younger, if you listen to like a, you know, a 10 year old Michael Jackson voice in isolation, it is amazing. You know, he, like right. his voice was just amazing. Um, and then by the time you get to like dangerous, people are like, yeah, we've got Michael Jackson. So what are we going to do? Well, let's make it so we can barely hear Michael Jackson in the mix. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and it's like, um, okay. Uh, for, you know, fortunately Prince was always forceful enough that we never got to a point where, you know, there were songs released where you could never hear Prince in the mix. Um, you know, Prince always made sure his vocals were front and center. Um, but, uh, of course. You know, it, it, like here, it, you still have a little bit of that kind of that sound, um, you know. And the fact that we like, you know, we only really have Prince, um, you know, and then we have um, some vocals, you know, from Jana Anderson, which were actually sampled from Party Man. Uh, the but the video mix, not the normal mix. <laughs> so I don't know why Prince decided to do that. Um, right. You know, and originally there was an MPG version, which, um, as with the stuff off Exodus, had Sunny T, um, you know, basically doing the co-lead vocal with Prince. Uh, but obviously, you know, once this was put out onto Crystal Ball, Prince went with the version that had him as the the singer and uh, not Sunny T. <laughs> um, you know, but yeah. So I mean. You know, the chorus is acknowledge me. Don't dog me anymore. I was here in the beginning and I'll be here forevermore. Acknowledge me. Mm. I only want to be your friend. I can make you happy, baby, over and over again. You know, now here's the thing. If this was going to be the track that opened the gold experience instead of Pussy Control, I find it really weird that this is how Prince would have started the album. Like, you know, obviously gold experience starts with like a whole bunch of um, kind of like sound effects and stuff before launching into Pussy Control. And I can't imagine those sound effects then launching into this. Um, you know, I feel like, I mean, obviously I said it when I did the, the track, but I feel like Pussy Control is like a really good opening track. <laughs> like it's a very definitive statement and, you know, it's an interesting kind of point of view that Prince goes for. Uh, yeah. This song just doesn't, like, even though Prince is saying the words acknowledge me over and over again, I feel like this is one of the few times where I could probably ignore Prince. And just not yeah. acknowledge him, and I, I feel like saying acknowledge me over and over again doesn't really help him, um, you know. And yeah, it also seems weird that Prince is asking for someone to pay attention. Yeah. To him, like I think some of the lyrics, um, he, like he starts off saying, "You saw you at the party. You were looking so fly. Everybody wanted your number. You wanted mine. Fine." It, <laughs> it seems like he already has laid out that oh, she's the one who's interested in him later in the lyrics it seems that she's then kind of cold to him yeah I, I, it's just waiting for a phone call but it don't ring i'm looking for that yeah. or a sign from heaven or anything uh every day that goes by is another day i want to see you uh more uh i'd give you a million dollars to see you standing at my door like <laughs> you know at the party um uh, you know she's giving him the number and then she just ignores him it doesn't yeah in terms of like a story song it doesn't really make any sense yeah, it's kind of it's 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 a little uh, funky way of uh, the story going. Yeah, and then you know when he says, uh, "I'll lay you down and tell you stories about the way we could be," and when you're ready to feel the glory, <laughs> which I don't know. I mean, I find that amusing just because you know 
I don't know. It's I, I always I always find it funny when Prince does stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I will only want to love you when it's something that you need. So again, this is this is uh, this is consensual, Prince. Um, you know, of someone a, a lover that we've seen many times before. Um, someone who always has the concerns of his partner um, at heart. Um, but yeah, but then he starts saying, "Acknowledge me again," <laughs> and telling everyone that he's going to be here. You know, he's in the beginning, and, and he'll be here forevermore. Uh, which right. and it feels like it's kind of meant to be religious, but it doesn't really kind of make any sense. I mean, I guess if you tie it into, you know, my name is Prince and, you know, on the seventh day, God made him. Then I guess thematically it kind of fits because it is around that time period. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, but, but but of course, by the time it comes out in 98, you know, my name is Prince is the other end of the decade. And, and yeah, you know, yeah. this doesn't really make sense as a kind of connective song to that. Um, and then, of course, we get everyone's favorite thing, which is Prince um rapping uh, now I'd, I'd say that you know obviously by the time we, we get later prince by the time we get to like you know um 99 into the 2000s prince i think he kind of realizes his strengths and weaknesses in terms of rapping and he gets a lot better um in terms of his delivery and you know his kind of the way he rhymes stuff and you know he even comes up with some kind of interesting ways of uh, you know, having rhymes that are in the middle of sentences rather than the end. And, you know, he comes up with interesting structures. But here, it just feels like it's back to, you know, kind of basic Prince rapping. I don't know. If just, it just it doesn't feel like he's saying anything that we haven't heard before. Um, right. You know, aside, aside from accidentally quoting a um, <laughs> the title of an ABBA song um, halfway through this first rap, uh, where he says, gimme, gimme, gimme. Um, yeah. yeah, but you know, we have this, you know, not that you care for a silly rhyme fronting old cliche, but look at me, baby. What can I say? <laughs> there ain't another fish in the sea. And you're like, uh, like it's, it's okay to say, look, I'm going to use some cliches in this rap. But then when you actually start using them, you're like, I don't know. I feel like Prince, you could have done something better. And he says, I'm going to blow this horn till you, he warned you. Yeah. He, he warned, warned, he warned you, you. Yeah. And then he launches into a bunch of cliches and I'm like, you know, doesn't excuse it, Prince. Um, you know, yeah. and he's like, "Baby, uh, that's what I do believe I'm talking about." <laughs> Which I I don't know. Maybe maybe he'd seen a couple of episodes of um, Friends, you know, and he was like, "Oh, that's what I'm talking about." And maybe he was just like, "Oh, I'll stick that in there." Um, so let me know how you want to go. You want to get with this or that? Uh, acknowledge me, baby. Uh, you got to, or you can, kiss. <laughs> I don't, I don't know it, to me like it, it, again we we kind of you know how, how can you give your body to another you know like it's a lot of kind of this feels like stuff from like 10 years earlier when prince was still yeah. you know kind of you know a young man and you know he was still kind of bragging and all this kind of like by the time you get to the 90s it doesn't feel like this really sits with with you know a more grown-up prince persona and you know right. we've had more mature songs from him after this point um, you know, there are a couple of songs on, you know, certainly Diamonds and Pearls and Symbol and Gold, all of them that have like slightly more mature outlooks. This just feels like such a kind of throwback. Um, and, you know, not really in a good way. <laughs> um, I, I, I feel like the music side of it, just going by that old production of uh, New Jack Swing uh, product, uh, production, if uh, if I were, I don't know, 20 or 30 in the late 90s and heard this, I would be like, oh, this brings me back to... 10 years earlier when I was really into that music when I was like a little younger. So that's what I would have felt. But now it's kind of like, Oh yeah. It reminds me of that stuff. But if I want to listen to it, I can definitely just like, honestly, right before I was, I, we, we started recording, I was playing Grand Theft Auto San Andreas because they have a radio station for new Jack swing because <laughs> I was just listening to this song so much. And I was like, 
you know, I would like to just hear the music again in some way. So let me, let me just play the game to at least hear the station so I can hear other music like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, we get we get the Acknowledge Me chorus once more. Um, and then, like, he modifies it a little bit by adding, I only want to be your friend. <laughs> Uh, you know uh, which is really weird because it's I I don't know it like it feels like half the song is him being like very sexual and the other half is him trying to kind of pass it off as being like oh I'm not really that bothered if we don't get together it doesn't really you know like I don't don't know it's it's just really weird in terms of like the narrative that's in the song Um, and then we get you know another rap which is you know come on pretty baby sit your butt in the chair there and let me run the agenda in and out of your hair fair which I guess, like, having multiple rhymes at the end of the line like that, you know, agenda for the morning, noon, and night, so prepare there. <laughs> One could come along or tell a friend, I don't care, bear. Don't care, bear. Yeah, which, <laughs> which is, like, even at this point, even when this when this album came out, it was, like, a 15-year-old reference, but even when this yeah. was recorded, it was still an old reference. Um, you know, this is a funky party, so you need to be open, giving, giving, all, giving up all I need so I don't need to be hoping. Uh, even if we're dealing with that time of the month, it's fourth end goal and I ain't about to punt. <laughs> so Prince, uh, being an early uh, kind of uh, advocate there of period sex, uh, as featured in Crazy as featured in Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Or or maybe also uh, an advocate for, uh, were the Vikings in Minnesota by that time? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I don't know football. Okay, yeah, uh, because they probably didn't punt a lot on fourth and goal i don't know i'm just <laughs> guessing yeah uh because as soon as you be strolling in your lagerfeld blazer uh you <laughs> need to know how many ways a brother can praise you uh too bad for hell too good for heaven raise you um and if you want to see my dream i need you for days and days baby doll can you get the hell away <laughs> from that kind of thing you call a man and then we can play the kind of music that will make your big butt sway to the Ugh. fourth to the back to the fourth and when it's all said a, be- a better brother should be uh should be more thank the lord yeah and then <laughs> probably one of the, my least favorite lines on this entire i mean i, I hesitate to call a crystal ball an album because it's just a collection of songs uh, yeah. But uh, for a body like that, titties swinging like a door, give me two times and to thank my savior. Jesus. Girl, what can I say? you got crazy flavor. I'm giving you plenty of propers so you got to score. There's only one more going to make you holler for more. Like a whore, I'm yours. Acknowledge me, baby. What are you waiting for? Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean... Like I like I said, this is kind of like early Prince rapping, where you know, yeah. In addition, in addition to like the very simple rhyme schemes, although for some reason as well, you know, dropping a reference to Karl Lagerfeld in the middle of the song as well. So you know, a bit of product placement. Um, you know, maybe like Avion as well. Uh, <laughs> you know, as he did in uh, in Blue Light. You know, uh, we also have you know the kind of I don't know the kind of embarrassing stuff. You know, I I mean. I mean you know, I, I can kind of the fact that he kind of raps about that time of the month, and then also later on says "titty swinging like a door." I uh, mean, it, it's almost like in Peach where he said, uh, "You know, when then titties bounce." Um, it's I don't uh, know. It's, yeah. it's 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 like he he you know clearly that's a word he enjoys, but it feels like at this point he's just no enough. But if breasts were swinging like a door, is that 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 doesn't sound attractive? That doesn't seem like something that would be attractive. I'm I'm not going to yuck people's yum no so <laughs> if, if you like that yeah uh, that's fine but uh hey i'm not i'm not gonna 
yuck people show them. That's all I'm going to say to that. Yeah, I guess, you know, if you're a fan of, of, <laughs> of, of memories swinging like doors, then I guess... I don't know. It, it to me, it just it just feels like this weird thing because in between each line, he keeps talking about hell and heaven and the Lord and the Savior. Yeah. And so it just feels like this weird kind of mix. And I know that you know Prince did like the kind of the sacred and the profane in the same kind of breath, but at the same time, yeah. at the very end, saying you know I'm the one that's going to make you holler for more like a whore, like, <laughs> you know. I mean, it just it just doesn't really. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I guess you know, swing this and a miss. Prince. It just doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, swing and a miss. Um, you know, and then we finish off with um, you know, Prince finishing out with "This is where I dream my dreams tonight. We make love until the world stops turning. You're you're small but very strong. You move like a cat." <laughs> um, and we kind of fade out. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Like to me, this feels like this would not have been. Like you know, I feel like we we got we got lucky when Pussy Control was put in as the, you know, the opening song, um, you know, because that yeah. has a very definitive message, you know, this this even as like a you know story song, it feels like it's kind of all over the place and and then the rapping doesn't really help the song out, um, and this is something that I said to you before we started recording. I find this song to be very forgettable. Um, you know, like the sound of it, like those kind of empty drums and the kind of the samples and like it just like it just feels very artificial and it just doesn't it just doesn't right. feel like a song that is is kind of rooted in anything. It just it just feels like a kind of a series of kind of um, I don't know, just Prince being like, well, we need a chorus here. We need a verse. And then he's like, well, I guess I may as well do a rap like it doesn't it doesn't feel like his heart's 100 percent in it. Um, and I can almost yeah. I can almost imagine yeah. someone, you know, obviously. The, the whole thing with the gold experience was Warner Brothers didn't get a chance to tell Prince don't put that on there so it's not as if an executive heard this and said no Prince you can't put this on the album Prince listened to this and thought no I've got a better song <laughs> uh, you know yeah. so you know for me I don't think I, I mean it feels harsh to go for a two out of five maybe it's a two and a half mm-hmm. um, you know it's I just it's I don't really enjoy the production and the lyrics don't really say anything that I, I find that interesting um, you know, and, and yeah. so there's not really much for me to kind of recommend this song. So I don't think I can go higher than like a, a, a two and a half at most. Or rather, I mean, I, I would give it a two as well, because it feels like if I wanted to hear the song, I could just listen to a better Teddy Riley song. <laughs> yeah, that's where it comes from for me. It, it's 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 fine. And but it sounds like he's ripping off somebody. And that's weird for Prince when for a longest time he was even like when he was covering somebody or like referencing some kind of music he was doing in his own style this is one of the rare rare times where it feels like he is um he is like uh, ripping off somebody yeah i just it just feel i mean you know this is a recorded around the same time as like gold and 319 and billy jack bitch uh chaos and disorder right the wrong like this this is all from around that time and I would say mm. all of those songs I enjoy a lot more. I would say the only the only thing is this has a similar sound to Billy Jack Bish, which has a very kind of harsh kind of production sound, um, you know. And it's it's you know it's less kind of guitar based than Chaos and Disorder or Right the Wrong. Um, but yeah, you know, unusually Prince did you know play this song occasionally um, in '94 before it had been released, and then in '98 '99 after you know he was touring after you know the release of Crystal Ball. Um, and then later on in 2007, um, and the the last the yeah. last performance was on the 3121 tour, um, you know, in 2007. So obviously, you know, a song that Prince enjoyed enough to play live, 
Um, you know, goes without saying, no one's covered this song. <laughs> um, like, I don't, I don't know that there's anything they could really cover here. You know, like, I, I don't think there's anything substantial for people to kind of get a grip on. Um, you know, it's it's kind yeah. of a very, like I said, it's like a very forgettable song. Um, you know, in yeah. the notes for this show, I I kind of I ask in terms of the lyrics for any memorable lines. And I and without the lyrics in front of me, I don't think I could tell you any memorable lines from this song. I remember I, he said well, yeah. again, so I cringed. <laughs> so that's remind of that's rememberable. Uh, memorable. Uh, yeah. So well, let's go to plugs then, because um, I feel like we haven't got anything else to say about acknowledge me. No. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find me, I am on Twitter at e h wallace, and you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us. Not sure why you would at Prince Track by Track at gmail dot com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Eddie. Thank you very much. And otherwise, acknowledge. So you like my crib? It's not mine. It's Rennie. Say, how much did you have to drink? What's the beast like you've ever been in? So do you like environmental records? Crickets chirping, water rushing. Supposed to make you horny, just make me want to go to the bathroom. Actually, this one's not bad. Check it out. So, like, what's your name? Oh, wow, that's...